1: Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, what's going on, sir? It's another week. We're getting
0: very, very close. We are un- under two weeks, right? Or just about yeah, two I weeks away. Yeah, I think Less it's,
1: it's, than four weeks in the first preseason game. The
0: storylines have already started talking. We've already heard people disrespecting uh, Dak's name on Twitter. So uh, you know this football season
1: is right around the corner. Absolutely. Uh, so today we're going to continue with our training camp preview. And Lane, I think we're actually going to get it done in time, which is absolutely we'll see. Insane. It's uh, unbelievable. Yeah, yes. yeah. So today we are talking about the Cowboys' interior defensive line, which might be the weakest spot of this team. Uh, but before we get into these players, I want to ask you one simple question. As of right now, who is the best interior defensive lineman on this team?
0: Oh, that's a, such a simple question, uh, man. I, I mean, it really is difficult. I, I, I think, I think I would probably go with, and this is still a lot of assumption. I, well, for, well, first of all, we need to back up and, and have another question. Are we considering Brent Urban a defensive tackle or a defensive end? <laughs>
1: I think he's a defensive tackle. I know other people think he's going to play like left defensive end or right defensive end and base stuff. I, I don't see it, but let's let's call him a defensive tackle.
0: If he if he's a defensive tackle, he's probably the best at what he does, right? Probably. Um, outside of that, Neville Gallimore, maybe. I I I I don't know. Car- Carlos Watkins had a really bad year last year, so there's a hope that he can kind of come back to what. He had been previously or, or or maybe is a better player with limited snaps because it feels like he got overexposed. So I don't want to get too deep into this while answering this question, but it's a di- very difficult question, and, and, and it's really a guess at this point.
1: Well, let's go ahead and talk about Neville Gallimore because we spent a lot of the the season last year doing, doing these podcasts talking about how he wasn't ready to play. Like There was two t- too many times where he just looked like he was way too raw. He had a couple of games where he played – excellent the Steeler game I remember that was maybe his best game of the season um but now we're the Cowboys are relying on him to be probably a full-time starter if not you know the the head part of a rotation so what do we expect from Neville Gallimore in year two it's
0: it's a it's it's a very good question I mean look I think we're all expecting that he takes a, a big step you know and we're all hoping that he takes a big step they need him to they need him to for sure um i think that you know what you saw him slowly start to kind of get better at was just being a little bit more consistent as in the run game and and really just knowing what what he's doing he was just getting blown off the ball at times last year um and and you know and it was kind of overshadowing some positive things that he was doing at different points as a pass rusher too so um but yeah, I mean, for the most part, you know, the defensive tackle play in this on this team last year was just very, very bad uh, uh, overall. And so it's hard to kind of, you know, know exactly how much of a jump this uh, a player like Gallimore could have in his second year, uh, maybe with a little bit more consistent off season. He has the kind of athleticism and the and the power that I think you're looking for, uh, but he just had a long way to go technique wise. Probably wasn't really ready to play a lot last year and got thrown into the fire. You know, the hope is that all those snaps that he was forced into last year had a positive effect on his uh, development in the offseason. Uh, but we don't know. I mean, you know, it's it's really a huge unknown. Uh, I think a lot of it will have to do depending on, on how he's deployed. Uh, and they need to find a way to kind of avail him uh, in a way that will accentuate what he does well uh, because what he doesn't do well, uh, taking on double teams, you know, mm-hmm. being a force in the run game – uh, he's really, really bad at like, and he really yeah. like he's a liability, and they they have to find a way to either work around that or you know get him at least to a passable level there. Uh, you know, not that I don't think he won't ever get there. I just think that it's it's kind of a race to get to get him at a at a comp you know uh, a competent level as a run defender before the season starts, so that you can hope to put him in
1: a whole bunch of snaps. I will say, I think Gallimore is somebody who got significantly better in the second half yeah. of the season. I still don't know if he's ready to be a full-time guy because of all the things you just mentioned, right? There's just, he has too many holes in this game, but if you get him just going up the field 20, 25 times a game, I do think he can be effective there. It's just, if that's the best player in your interior defensive line, so it's, it's, it's a problem <laughs> and it's, it's, it's not good. Uh, and the other guy that's going to be basically, at least in my mind, competing for the three techniques snaps is tristan hill right tristan hill had a i would say a poor rookie season i think we saw flashes in 2020 uh but now he's coming off a torn acl it's you know a change in, in in the defensive scheme what are we expecting from tristan hill in year three
0: yeah i mean that's the thing is that everyone kind of seemingly leading up to this is is riding off tristan hill and you know i understand it like he's now uh uh Two defensive coordinators away from the defensive coordinator that drafted him, mm-hmm. um, and you know it certainly didn't show a ton his like you said his rookie year or or enough last year to kind of really get anybody excited. Uh, having said all of that though, I mean he put up pretty similar production t- to Neville Gallimore uh, on significantly less snaps. Yeah, like, you know, yes. so um, I, I think there was something there, uh, but I, I also think that he's a guy who. You know, struggled to struggled in the run game heavily. He's not and a run just, guy you know, at all. Yeah, and so I I think that it's it, it was just kind of compounding, and then obviously it it certainly made the linebackers look worse last year as well. Um, I, I really Tristan Hill is as much as an unknown level Gallimore is. Tristan Hill might be even more. You know, just I, I don't know. He needed to get a lot better this season, uh, this off season. I think he you know he he kind of showed that he could get better like that last year. And that's, that was something, at least it didn't feel like, okay, maybe this guy is on his way at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but the ACL injury obviously is, is a, is a setback. And, and the question is like, how much can you improve while trying to recover from an injury like that? So, um, you know, I think that those are, those are, those are good questions to ask and it'll be interesting to see exactly how it plays out. And, and you know, without kind of any update on how his recovery is going it's it's a huge unknown and that's why this this position is such a difficult one to, to parse is that i mean there's some bad there for sure but there's also just a whole lot of just unknown quantity
1: yeah so a couple of things interesting hill uh number one he got hurt in the giants game just well, a couple quarters before dak got hurt uh it kind of got swept under the rug because uh, obviously dak was the bigger storyline in that game but He's still only 23 years old. He's a full year younger than Neville Gallimore. Uh, So I think there's still a lot of potential there. It's just he's not played all that much because even during his rookie season, he wasn't on the field all that much. There were games where he was inactive. Uh, I'm I'm looking at it now. He's got 330 career snaps. We're going into year three. We really have no idea what he is. So between those two, there's some big question marks there. And I think once we get to training camp, we'll probably find out you know where both of these guys are at, and frankly, the Cowboys need one of these two to step up if yeah. if they're if they want their defense to be competent. Correct?
0: Yeah, and that's and that's kind of they're relying on numbers. You know, they're relying on that one of these guys hits and and, yes. and, and gives you something. And and you know, uh, I mean, even though they have numbers, I don't know that they can necessarily rely on that. I mean, if two of these guys hit and and, and take a big step forward, I think they're in an okay spot. Yes. But even if just one of them hits it feels like you're you're going to need more help here at the at the position whether that be a heavy rotation of defensive ends moving inside on pass rushing downs or you know a vet free agent that's available on the street
1: all right, so let's uh, take a quick break so I can tell you guys about Built Bar, the absolutely best-tasting protein bar out on the market. It's hard to even explain it. Real chocolate with amazing flavors. It's just a great combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste fantastic. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code ON, and you'll get $10 off your next box at builtbar.com. All right, Lane, and we talked about the the one tech – or excuse me, the three techniques – Let's talk about the one techniques and this is a, a really fascinating position as well. You brought up Brent urban. I, again, I expect him to play most of his snaps on the inside. What about you? Where do you, where do you think he's going to play?
0: I mean, I think he's going to play all, all, all up and down the line. I, I definitely would not at all be expected if he put, uh, would be surprised if he played defensive end, you know, or at least some defensive end as like, some a two def-
1: I mean, there. okay. I can see it in certain situations, but like, primarily like when we look at where he takes most of the snaps at the end of the season, my guess is they're going to be inside, right?
0: Maybe. I mean, or it may be a 50, 50 split. It just, I think it it really depends on how they get deployed. He's, he may not be a guy that is like uh, a starter like that. You know what I'm saying? Like he's, he may be a guy that they're plugging into different uh, personnel deployments to kind of make it work. So it could be that he does play all up and down the line to try to make it work. But if he's, I, I do think that if they're trying to put their best four out on the, on the floor, as they say, mm-hmm. um, I think, yeah, I think he would probably need to be one of those guys inside as a defensive tackle. I mean, cause I think even as a, you know, he is strictly a run player to a large degree. He's it, just extremely, extremely good run player. He's Very good uh, at that. Yes. Yeah. And, and I think that maybe you could put him in as a one technique in a pass rushing situation and he could at least, Fold a center back onto a quarterback. Well, he's he also six his-
1: seven. Like he can just get in passing lanes.
0: Sure. So I think that he'll, you know, I think he is gonna be a very valuable and useful piece. Uh moving up and down the, the line, I think he definitely can, like we said, play some defensive tackle, play some one technique, uh just dominate on the interior, uh physically leveraging guys that are smaller than him. Um and, and then, you know, on the outside being a, a kind of a two-gapping uh, elephant defensive end or whatever they call that, they used to call that. So uh, he's going to move all up and down the line and, and, and play kind of different spots, but mostly as a run defender because that's what he does best. And then, you know, obviously Quentin Bohanas is is, is going to be in the mix here. Justin Hamilton, who we saw a little bit of last year. Uh, they have a guy that they they brought from, I think, Oregon named Austin Fe- Fe- mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, you know, all these guys are kind of uh, big-bodied. You know, hard to move types. Justin Hamilton. You know, at, at different points you saw some things, and then at different points you saw terrible things. So, I, I, I can't imagine him being like a shoe in for any for anything on here. So I'm not. I, I would
1: not I be mean, surprised if he. I wouldn't even be surprised if he doesn't make the roster. Like I feel like he was no, just somebody yeah. they needed out there
0: he may not even you know be long for the for training camp if, if things aren't well you know they're, they're trying to rotate bodies in here because he's not a solution necessarily no, you know, i think not. he was he was helpful to have in the rotation when you, you've got nothing but street free agents playing defensive tackle but I, I think as they're trying to upgrade the talent the position uh you know he's not exactly a guy that they're looking to retain based on No, how i mean he he's 28
1: but. years old like he doesn't we know what he is at this point, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, and Ty, Ty goes to the runner for the younger guys for that. Yeah. So Quentin Bohana definitely will likely be on the team over Justin Hamilton.
1: All right. So so let me ask you this. Week one, who's your starting one technique? Because I'll, I'll still say it's Brent Urban because he's just the best run defender. I know a lot of people want it to be Quentin Bohana because he is this – he's your traditional nose t- tackle. I just have a hard time believing that you're going to put a six-round pick on the starting field You know, week one.
0: But this is, I I don't disagree with that general assessment. But a a one stuffing, a run stuffing one technique, like this is the kind of position where you could start a six round pick because there's just, it's, you know, it's like the the draft is based on value and there's no value in in a run stuffing technique. But that doesn't mean that he can't do the job from day one. Having said all that, I'm not necessarily guessing him. I'm just saying I wouldn't,
1: I'm not ruling him out as a starter. I I, I don't think he, (laughs) this is tricky. So I agree with you. The value of these one, you know, technique, run stopping guys has gone way down. The problem is he's still a six round pick. Like, if you're really good at that job, you go third round. I think there's a lot of flaws in his game that make you still worried about, you know, what can he even start in the NFL? Can he even be a rotational guy? I, I would. I think there's a, a good chance he doesn't make the active roster. I, I just I have a hard time believing that a six round pick is going to play significant snaps for this team right away.
0: I gotta see him first because yeah. I just don't think that like labeling him as a six round pick is enough for me to think that he can't. Okay, he can't. You know, just because this is at this position specifically, they're already pushed down. So you're not wrong that the good ones get drafted in the third round and that those are the ones that obviously are going to make a much of hay. But at the same time. You have just listed the defensive tackles on this team the same as it's I have. So is, is there anybody that's absolutely going to necessarily beat Quinton Bohana out at that position? I, I don't know, necessarily know that, so uh, I, I, mean, I would be surprised we're, if a starter. But
1: if we're talking about the one technique spot, there's somebody I'd rather have do it if it's not going to be Brent Urban, and we're going to talk about him in just a second. But like, I, I know he's 283 pounds. So like Osa,
0: yeah. Give I me mean, Osa,
1: give Like in that role, I just feel like he's better at it than Bohana. He's again, he's probably fifty pounds smaller, seventy pounds smaller. He's just better at it. We'll see.
0: I, okay. I, I, I definitely, I definitely agree with the idea that I think that Osa could play anywhere on the interior because of his ability to get low and his leverage ability, his long arms, his strength, all those are, and I definitely agree with you that people are going to underrate his ability to take on double teams, underrate his ability as a run defender, because of what you just mentioned. He's 200 and he's less than 280 pounds, or he's probably at 280 pounds. So, uh, but I, I don't, don't let that, uh, 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 you know, oh. influence your, your thought process with Osa. he has, he's a leverage player. Uh, he's got power. And, and I think he can, you know, forklift centers into quarterbacks if he needs to.
1: So, so let me ask you this, where do you think Osa's best spot is? Because I don't necessarily think it's as, as a three technique because I'm not sure he's bursty enough to get upfield. Now he does have really long arms and that helps. I do think as a one technique, I think that's where he has the most value, but where, where do you see him thriving at in the NFL?
0: I mean, I think he's a three technique. Okay. I, I I I do think that what you're saying is not wrong, though. I think he could easily slide inside and be a, a pass rushing one technique as, if you need as well. Um, I, you know, I'm I think he could do the job of a one technique for sure. Like, yeah. you know, multi, on a bunch of snaps. I would not want him to be the starter at one technique okay. just because I think his body will take. Wear and tear, even at two hundred eighty, even with that leverage, especially at two hundred eighty pounds. I can he do the job? Absolutely. Can he do the job for multiple snaps in a game? Absolutely. Would I want him full time as a one technique? Maybe not. And I do think that he can be bursty enough uh, as a three technique. I just don't know that that's what he's been focusing on as as a player through through his time at UCLA. They kind of moved him around as needed. Uh, and he played a bunch of different techniques. So I think if, if he if he gets a focus on kind of getting on outside shoulder of that guard and getting upfield, you know that you could put him in there right away on first downs, and he can play the run at three technique. I, I have zero doubts about that. Uh, if the question now becomes, does he give you enough as a pass rusher to be a full time three technique? Um, and that's you know that's kind of what we're going to find out in training camp.
1: Yeah, it really feels like the Cowboys are just kind of throwing all these guys into a competition. Let's see. Let's get the training camp. Let's see who's taking the biggest step this offseason. We'll go from there because I, I don't. I have no idea what the starting lineup is going to look like in Week One, and my guess is they don't have a clue either. They just want to see these guys in camp. They want to see them in preseason, and then they'll decide. Uh, let's take a quick break so I can tell you guys about RockAuto.com. It's a family business serving auto parts to customers online for over 20 years they have everything from engine control modules and brake parts motor oil and even new carpet whether it's for your classic or your daily driver get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door the rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices that you prefer Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in the How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection. Reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today. All right, Lena, we're going to play a couple games before we head out. Uh, first and foremost, this is called Snap Count. I'm going to ask you Ooh. two players to tell me who has the higher Snap Count at the end of the year. Okay. Neville Gallimore or Osa Odigizuwa? That's a good one. Um,
0: I'm going to say Osa Digizua because okay. I do think that he has a little bit more flexibility to be put into more
1: spots. Okay. Okay. I think I would agree with you. Brent Urban or Tristan Hill? Brent Urban. Yeah. Okay. I think. Uh, how about this one? Tristan Hill or your guy Quinton Bohana? Tristan Hill. Yeah, I, I think I agree. I, I think there's also a chance that Tristan Hill is just not on this team, like for whatever reason. I mean, reason. that's the that's the problem with all of this
0: is that yeah. the, the, the 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 spectrum of which th- these guys can fall could be anywhere between hey, breakout Starting? season to not playing football in, in yeah. several weeks. So without right. any kind of input it's it's really difficult.
1: All right. Next game. Uh, I'm going to give you a situation in the game. You tell me the two defensive tackles you want on the field. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Goal line. It's fourth down and goal from the one-yard line. What defensive tackles do you want on the field? Uh, Brent Urban and Quentin Bohana. Yep. It's third and 11, and the Cowboys defense has to get on the field. Which two defensive tackles do you want rushing the passer?
0: Neville Gallimore in a defensive end.
1: <laughs> Johnson Golson yeah okay, okay. Really DeMarcus Lawrence maybe okay uh, a neutral situation second and five uh let's say four minutes left in the game which guys do you want on the field Osa
0: and
1: uh probably Neville Gallup see I think to me that one's Urban and Osa I know I'm sacrificing a little bit of pass rush there between those two, but I feel the best about them just plugging up the middle and allowing my edge rushers to get after the quarterback. But again, this is this defensive tackle room. I have absolutely no idea what to expect. It's easily the most interesting position, or you know, the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, last one before we go: Is this a spot where you think the Cowboys need to make a free agent signing or a trade before the season starts?
0: I think this is the spot where they're most likely to make the trade yeah. and 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 I will add in one thing too. I think you know with having a guy like Brent Urban, you know, when you're able to put him on the outside and and have him steal gaps or really even if 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 you've played a two technique, a two gapper inside I, I don't I do wonder if you're going to start seeing more blitzing inside as a, as a way to try to generate pass rush in the middle if they can't get you know
1: natural pass rush just see, that's because, where that's where Micah Parsons could be very valuable yeah we saw him at Penn exactly. State right like he he is phenomenal just coming downhill from the middle linebacker spot Jalen I think is a little overrated I, I know a lot of people think Jalen's a great a rusher I I don't really see it I think Parsons in that role could have a ton of success yeah
0: I mean, I think they both could do it and I do agree that that parsons is is you know a little bit more athletic to get there quicker quicker. I think if they're able to steal a gap using a two two uh two gapper in there and then have that extra person to either drop into coverage or as a blitz, they'll find a lot more success. Uh, you know, kind of mixing it up as as how to they're going to attack the middle of of uh, pass protections. You know, as opposed to just necessarily mm-hmm. trying to force a four man pass rush that is just not working in the middle in the middle and just not able to get home.
1: Yeah, again, I think this is the biggest question mark on this Cowboys roster. If they can yeah. find two or three guys that they can comfortably rely on, I think you're going to see this defense dramatically improve from what were they 30th last year, or 31st to maybe middle of the pack. It's all up to those guys. But if they struggle again, and it's one of these years where it's a lot of rotations, it's just throwing stuff up against the wall, hoping something sticks, Stevens defense could be in for a, a, another long season. So keep Absolutely. an eye on the defensive tackles as we head into training camp of the preseason. We'll continue to monitor that entire position. Uh, you can download the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Continue to check out us uh, on Twitter, you can look at Landon at and McCool on Twitter, uh, on Cowboys at on Cowboys. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier, and we will see you guys next time.